Hey folks, I'm back. I apologize about that. If you're listening to this audio, this is part two of part one. Okay, this is part two of part one, please. And we're gonna we're talking about if you feel like a failure, what to do. Okay. Once again, I apologize here. If you didn't listen to part one, make sure you go back to part one on my Instagram account here. Okay. High energy, high income. I think that's a perfect example. You know, I was on live. I was talking to you and got a phone call. And the problem is when I get phone calls, when I'm on live here, it cuts out the mic. So instead of complaining, bitching, and crying about it, I just end the live, tell the person I'll call them back, and I jump back on. And I want you to notice that. And I want you to write this down. Even if you fail, or even if something doesn't work out in your life, don't spend too much time exacerbating the problem, the failure, or the issue. Does that make sense? Don't spend much time making it worse. Don't spend much time talking about it. When I was talking to the young lady about what she's currently doing, and she's failing, obviously, she's not making as much money as she wanted to make in the business that she started I told her, you know, she was telling me about the failure, about what's going on. I said, don't talk too much about the failure. I get it. Okay, it's not working. Because the more you talk about the failure, now you're giving the failure life. Write that down. Uh-oh. That was good. The more you talk about the problem, the issue, the challenge, and the failure, you're giving it life. And whatever you give life will be a part of your life. Are you with me here? I learned this, and it took me a, a while to learn this. At the age of, I think I was 30, not sure. Um, and I made a decision to leave my job. And I'm not telling you guys to leave your job. It's just what I had to do at the time because I was just fed up. How many of you are fed up? I was just fed up. And I was making a lot of money. I was making $200,000 a year working from home from my bedroom. I was a computer engineer, but I was fed up. I was just sick and tired of going to work. I was sick and tired of getting up in the morning and getting in my car, driving in traffic. I was sick and tired of sitting in that cubicle waiting till five o'clock. I was sick and tired of the meetings, sick and tired of the emails from the boss telling me what I got to do, when I got to do it. I was tired of it. And I made a decision just to leave. Okay. And I didn't leave. I, I wouldn't say I didn't have a plan, but... I left with courage. What I mean was, I said something to myself. I said, you know, everything's going to work out in my favor. Now, before I would say, I want to be honest with you, before I would say, I hope everything will be okay. I hope everything works out. I hope if I leave my job and I start this company, everything, I can pay my bills properly. I hope I don't lose my house. I hope I don't lose my car. And that was the old Wesley. But the new Wesley said, everything will be Okay, everything's going to work out perfectly for me. Now, listen here. I'm just telling my story to you. I didn't know if it was going to work out. I was in debt. I had a chargeback with American Express. I was in bankruptcy at the time. I had a couple of repos on the credit report. Okay, old money to everybody. And I'm a father. I'm 30 years old. Okay. At that time, I didn't know how to manage my money properly, so... The money would come in, money would go out, even though I was making 200000 a year. But I'll never forget this. I sat there in my, in my bedroom, 
And I said, everything is going to work out in my favor. Now, it was difficult to say that. Let me tell you why. Because in my mind, I didn't know how it was going to work out in my favor. So it was a part of me that was a little scared. It was a part of me that was fearful. It was a part of me that thought I would fail. But listen here, come here, come close. I didn't talk about it. See, listen, your fears, they're natural. Everybody's going to be afraid of something. You know, many of you are afraid to fail. You're afraid to take a risk. Of course, it's normal. But what I don't want you to do is talk about them. I was fearful, but I didn't voice it. I didn't talk about how scared I was and how fearful I was and I'm afraid of losing this. And what if this goes wrong? And what if I can't get another job? And what if the business fell? I didn't talk about it, but I felt it. Are you with me here? Tap in. Hit the like button if that makes sense to you. I mean, this is powerful information here. I wish I learned this early in your life. Whatever fear that you have, it's okay. Like failures, it's okay. Write this down. Don't talk about the failures. Don't talk about your pains. Don't talk about your stresses, your anxieties. Don't talk about your adversities, your challenges, your pains, your problems. Don't talk about them. Because when you begin to talk about them, you give them life. Then you start to think about that and that only. What I want you to think about, because you're transitioning, I want everybody to write down these words below. I am transitioning. Come on, comment below. I am transitioning. How? You're transitioning into the new you. The new you would say, everything and all my problems have been solved. My financial problems have been solved today. Say it. Comment below. My relationship problems have been solved today. My health problems have been solved today. But you have to realize your brain doesn't know that you still have issues and pains and sufferings and problems and stresses. Your brain and your mind only knows what you tell it. Can I get an amen, please? It's Sunday. Let me get an amen. I told that young lady, I said, stop talking about your fears. Stop talking about your failures. And I didn't do it directly, but what I did was I shifted her mindset. I said, well, let me tell you, let me tell you something, young lady. I said, tell me what you want. Because she kept talking about how she felt like a failure in life and because it's not working and she should be further along in life. So she wasn't giving herself credit on the things that she was doing well. I said, you're a beautiful young lady. You're smart. You're intelligent. You took a leap of faith last year. You left your job that was paying you $100,000 a year. You're still standing. You're not in your bedroom crying about your finances. You're not rolling around in your bed on your floor begging God to fix your life. No. And you work out. And you're going to the gym consistently. And the money is leaving your bank account. But you're still a fighter. Listen. I want you all of, all of you to understand that just being a fighter. Do you know how many people are not fighters? 
when it comes to their goals and dreams. So many people throw in the towel. So many people just go back to the job. So many people just go back to the husband, go back to the wife. So many people go back to the toxic relationships. So many people stop going to the gym and just start eating the way that they used to. So many people on this planet go back to the old self. But the new self, you have to think. I had to think when I lost, when I quit my job, I said, well, everything's going to work out. Now, the question is, did everything work out? Not initially. I remember it was weeks going by. At that time, I had a boot camp. I didn't know how I was going to pay the bills next month because I didn't have a ton of savings in a bank account. I know some of you, when you left your job, you had a ton of savings. Six months, I had nothing. I didn't have enough because I was spending all the money. Because I had a ton of debt that I needed to pay off. So weeks and days were going by. I'm still running a boot camp. I was making about $2,500 per month. I didn't know exactly what I needed to do to be able to pay the rent. That was a $1,700 per month. I had an $800 per month car note. I had credit cards. I had children. I didn't know exactly how. But I kept saying this, and this is just a true story. You can laugh at me if you want to. I said, everything is going to work out in my favor. When I will wake up in the morning from that air mattress, I said, everything is going to work out in my favor. When I would go to the gym, I said, everything is going to work out in my favor. When I was driving to the gym, everything is going to work out in my favor. When I would go work out and I would leave the gym, I would go to this neighborhood here in Houston, Texas called Royal Oaks. I would get into the gate and I would sit at the park and I would walk around that park for an hour. I said, everything is working out in my favor right now. I said it for an hour because I wanted to be convinced that it was and that it will be. What I want all of you to understand, hello, I want you to understand that anything that you want a part of your psyche, anything that you want to believe differently, you have to repeat it to yourself. But you got to repeat it with passion. Most people like yourself, you voice your pain. This is not working. Why is this not working? Oh, my God. Why? Why? I don't understand. I'm putting everything into the blah, blah, blah. You put all your passions and all your emotions in your pain and your challenges and your problems. And you wonder why you're getting more of it. Switch it. Okay. I want you to switch it. Do you not understand that you are a part of the manifestation of your problems, your pains, your challenges, and all the issues that are taking place in your life? Because when you think about your pain, you want to cry. When you think about the stresses, you want to cry. You want to whine and bitch and complain and make that little sad little face. You know that little sad face that we make when things are not going well? We look down at the ground. We talking like that, you know, I just don't know what to do, you know, I mean, just don't know. and you don't realize that that emotion that you are portraying is going to attract more of that stuff. Mm. You hear me? I want everybody to listen to me for a second. How many? Let me ask you guys a question. Do you trust me? I'm asking genuinely from the top of my heart, do you trust me, please? I know you don't know me from Adam. I'm just a young black man from Houston, Texas that's a self-made millionaire that's here to help. And I know, but I want to ask you, do you trust me? Please comment below. Do you trust me? Because I'm going to ask you to do something. Do you trust me? Yes or no? It's okay if you're right. No, I don't, I don't mind. But I want to know, do you trust me? Because I'm going to ask you to do something here. And this is from my heart. This is what I want you to do. And this is what I want you to comment below. 
I would no longer talk about my pains and failures. Please comment that below. I would no longer talk about my pains and failures. Now, I didn't say that you can feel it. <laughs> you're going to feel pain sometimes. You're going to feel annoyance. You're going to feel scared. <clears throat> you're going to feel those lower emotions. Okay, You're going to feel it. But I want everybody in here right now that can listen, that's listening to my voice, that's laying in your bed, is driving your car, you're at work right now. I don't care where you live around this world. Okay, man or woman. I want you to write down, I will no longer talk about my pains and failures. And I want you to write it seven times. You hear me? And as you're writing it, I want you to say it. I will no longer talk about my pains and failures. I will no longer talk about my pains and failures. No more. Write it, please. Seven times. I'm going to wait. Even if you listen to the replay, there's a comment section for Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So go ahead and write it down right now. I will no longer, I will no longer talk about my pains and failures. Write it seven times, please. Now, why am I asking you to write it seven times? Because I want it embedded deeply in your mind. I want that to be a belief. What I'm doing here, I'm creating a new belief that I'm going to hardwire in your brain. Whenever pain and fears or failing moments, when you begin to think about them, when you begin to experience them, you're not going to talk about them. I remember when I, like I said before, when I quit my job, <clears throat> um, I got a bill in the mail. It said I needed to pay the car note. I didn't have money for the car note. And instead of saying, how am I pay this car note? I said, the car note is paid. This is a true story, by the way. When I had to pay on a credit card and they sent me a bill about the credit card, I said, this credit card is paid. I didn't say, oh my God, well, I'm going to pay the credit card now. When I got the child support bill in, you know, for the month, instead of complaining about it, I said, you know, this credit, this, this child support payment, this payment is paid. I have more than enough resources to be able to handle all these bills and all this debt right now. Now, I, I get it. Now, some of you are like, well, how, how does that work, Wes? <laughs> You know, how do, how do you believe such a thing, faith? Okay? Faith. And faith is just not a religious word, folks. Faith is an actual word that's in the dictionary. It's associated to biblical and religious uh, teachings and writings. Because you need faith just to believe in that. But faith is just believing in something that doesn't exist in the physical plane. So it's almost like believing in an ideal. And there's no physical evidence that that ideal is going to actually be a manifestation in the physical world. So I just have faith. I just, I believed it. And since I have faith, I didn't worry. I just didn't think about it. Does that make sense? But I was able to believe that way because of what I was saying out of my mouth. I didn't give my failures and my pains any more power. I didn't give the bankruptcy any more power. 
the late when I was late on rent, I didn't give that any more power. Okay. I didn't give anything that didn't align with my successes and my goals and dreams. I didn't give it any more power, folks. Hello? I didn't give it any more power. And look, you know, many of you, if you would have met me at that time, you thought I was silly. You say, man, you're just insane. So just because you don't think about your problems or don't talk about them doesn't mean they don't exist. Exactly. But let me ask you a question. <clears throat> How is it going to benefit me if I'm continually complaining about my problems? Talking about them. Venting about them. How does that fix them? That's the question for you. Like, how does that fix a problem, an issue, a financial issue, a relationship issue, if you're overweight? How does that fix it if you're just talking about it? I don't know how I'm going to fix it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. I don't know what to do. No one's helping me. The government, this. Think about it for a second. You're smart. It doesn't. So my question is, why do you do it? I'm talking to you, big head. Why do you do it? Why do you think people continually have the proclivity to enhance and exacerbate their problems and their issues and their pains and what's not working for them? Why do they strategically just think about everything that's not going well in their life? They don't think about that they woke up this morning. They don't think about they have all their limbs. They have a sound mind. They have a place to stay. They have a car to drive. They don't think about that. They were like, eh, that don't matter. I don't have a million dollars yet. I'm not successful yet. I'm not in love yet. I don't have a family yet. I don't, I don't, I don't have. Most of us, unfortunately, we pay attention to what we don't have. And let me tell you why we're like that. One, we're conditioned that way. Two, this is a good one. We are around people who are like that. Mm. How many of your friends are just like you? Be honest. Comment below, please. They just like you. Many of you are not even in the area of metacognition, which means that you're not even aware of what you're saying and what you're doing when you're around your friends, your mama, your brother, your sister, your associate. You're just talking. And you're just expressing how you feel, right? You're around people like yourself. That's why. That's the, that's, that's the biggest problem with most of you. You're around people just like you that continue to reinforce the behavior and the habits that you're trying to eliminate. Are you with me? So it doesn't matter. You might say, with today, with Wesley Virgin coming below, I would no longer talk about my pains and failures. I would no longer talk about my pains and failures. But the problem is this. As soon as this live is over, as soon as you stop listening, you go right back to what you're familiar with, the people in the environment. Have you noticed that I spend a lot of time by myself? If you have watched my, um, someone asked me today. No, actually, they asked me in the DM. They said, Wesley, you're so famous and you're so rich. First of all, I'm not that famous. I'm getting there. Uh, <laughs> it's all relative. But he just said, you make a lot of money. I would think you'll be around more celebrities. I mean, why? What's the problem? You got millions of followers and you be around all these celebrities and, you know, hanging out with celebrities. And I said, this is what I put. I said, I'm a lone wolf. And I'm a lone wolf. 
which means I don't know why I need to be around celebrities for. For what? What is that going to do for me? How is that going to validate who I am? What is the purpose of that? Why do I even care? Now, if I meet celebrities, I hang out with celebrities, who cares? Great. But why is that important? I just think many of you have a jaded perception of, of what a successful person is. And unfortunately, a successful person is just not a person that makes a lot of money. A successful, listen, right? A successful individual knows how to wake up and be happy and grateful about his or her life, regardless of where he, regardless of where he or she is in his life or her life. <laughs> regardless of the finances, regardless of the job or the business they have, regardless of the progress that he or she is making. That's what's successful people. They're able just to wake up in total bliss. Regardless of what's happening in the outside world, they just they just feel good for no reason. That's success. Do you think success is hanging around celebrities? Do you think success is a fancy car? Do you think success is a ton of money? Okay, well, go make it. Go make a ton of money. Go get all the cars you want. Travel around the world. And you tell me after five, ten years if you still feel successful. And if you still use that definition and tell me if your definition hasn't changed. So that's something I realized early in life. When I was 30 years old, I realized success was not money, cars, trips around the world, dating beautiful women, popping bottles in clubs, you know, fancy clothes and going to the mall and buying all this stuff, buying jewelry and AP watches and Rolexes and big chains. I thought that was success. And the only reason why I thought that was success is because that was the only thing that was portrayed and presented in front of me. Right, social media, TV. <laughs> and I found that there's a deeper meaning of success. And it maybe because I'm just smarter than the average bear. I thought about it for a second. I said, you know, if I had a million dollars right now, and this is when I was broke. I said, if I had a million dollars right now, say if I'm making a million dollars a year, and I can buy whatever I want from a majority standpoint. I could buy a car, I could buy a house, whatever. I said, would I get bored? So I wonder what I get bored making a million dollars. Like, would I get bored of buying stuff and going to the mall, spending five racks, $10,000? But I just get bored of that stuff, buying this and buying that and buying jewelry and just buying just random things, right? Spending money. And, if I, and, I, and I say, I would. I said, I would. Because I realized that anything that we do in life, I think everybody can attest to this. Yeah, you ever did something that you really wanted to do, then you finally did it, and you were like, eh, it's just normal. When I bought my Lamborghini, I felt good. I was like, oh, man, I got a Lamborghini. Oh, my God, this is insane. This is crazy. But now, I drive it like a daily car now. Sometimes I forget I'm driving a Lamborghini. It takes people outside of my car, you know, other uh, drivers or people that's driving their cars to remind me that I'm driving their Lamborghini because they're giving me the thumbs up, taking pictures every single day. But I want you to understand, this is some deep understanding about success. If you get this, success, you will acquire it faster, financially. Success is not things. It only appears to be that. Success is your quality of life. Okay, write that down. Success is not things. You only think it is because you don't have any things. 
Success is the quality of life. It's just how you feel. Are you healthy? You feel good. You have energy. You look good. You look clean. You take care of yourself. All right. You go to the barbershop, man. You get facials. You get your nails done. Keep your skin looking good. You brush your teeth. You got white teeth. You work out. Your body looks good, butt naked. Can you look in the mirror right now and say, mm, you look good? Can you do that? Do you have energy? Right? Are you able to move around? You know, without breathing hard. Okay. Do you feel good when you think about your life? Now, if you don't, if you don't feel good, say if you got all those other things, but you don't feel good when you think about your life, this is what I want you to do. Listen, if you're going to think about your life, think about it fairly. Don't just think about what you don't have. Think about what you do have. Because this is the key. Because it takes a, a ton of emotions and it takes a ton of emotional management to become financially successful. Even in a relationship, it takes a lot of emotions, right? Sometimes you have to learn how to shut your mouth. Sometimes you have to learn how to say, I'm sorry. Sometimes you have to learn, how, you know, I made mistakes and I'm going to fix it. I mean, <laughs> listen, it takes managing one's emotions here. Same thing with food and your health and your body. You got to tell some foods, no, you want to eat it, but you say, no, I'm not going to do it. No. Are you with me here? Hello? Okay. It's okay to feel failure. But you're not a failure. You hear me? Don't ever call yourself a failure. Don't say, oh, I'm a failure. You're going to be very careful in who you identify yourself as. I'm a failure. I'm a loser. I'm a fuck up. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm a that. I'm a this. Stop using Identity statements, unless they're empowering and positive. If you notice, I say I'm a king all the time. I'm a king. I'm a billionaire. I'm incredible. I'm smart. I'm a genius. I'm handsome. I'm tough. I'm sexy. I'm powerful. These are the words that I use for myself. Regardless if they're true or not, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to use them. Because it doesn't matter. Truth itself is in the eye of the beholder. Do you know that we create the truth for ourselves? Because you may say, well, that's not true. You don't have any money. How do you know? Right? How do you know? Truth itself can be created through changing the narrative. The issue is you're going to have a ton of people say that's not true. I know that person. They broke. I know that person. They, 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 I, loan, I loan money to them. Uh, I know that person. Look at the car that they drive. Look where they live. They're not rich. They're not successful. This is the issue. Because you're around people who don't support the new narrative that you're trying to believe. You get it? So you're trying to believe that you're rich. But being rich and successful is not a ton of money in the bank account. What do you think rich and successful people, how do you think they feel? Do you think they feel depressed and tired and disappointed? Maybe some of them, but not most of them. Rich and successful people are grateful. They feel successful. I was watching a video of a billionaire yesterday, and like on YouTube, that's all I watch. I just listen to billionaire interviews because I just want to understand the mindset of billionaires, right? Because obviously that's where, where I'm going. It's inevitable. So check it out. So I'm listening to this billionaire, and he's talking about his private jet. They paid thirty million dollars for it. You know, you just look like a regular guy. You know, nothing just special. And he was just giving advice to this other young man that's on the jet with him. Um, 
And he was talking about how, you know, if you want to be rich, you got to solve a problem. I mean, he's right. You just got to solve problems. He said, if you want to be rich, you have to realize that even where you are right now, you can't talk too much about your problems, which means he says you can't just dive into your problems and swim around with your problems. You got to realize that you got to just focus on solutions. You have to like prime yourself to be this way. To only focus on solutions. And he said the most valuable thing that you have is this time. And time is critical. And you got to learn that when you don't have any money. Like even right now, you got to realize that your time is critical. Like I'll tell you what I do. I don't talk much on the phone. I don't talk much on the phone at all. Text. The only person I would talk to on the phone is my lover. The woman I'm dealing with or my children. That's it. Other than that, I don't want to talk to anyone. True story. My phone is on do not disturb. If you want to talk to me about it, text me. And if I text you back, great. If I don't, great. Because my time is important. Every second of my time is so important. Does that make sense? See, many of you, you're so distracted, you can't focus because you allow other people to utilize and waste your time. That's your fault. You're doing You're doing that. You have people in your life that are wasting your time, and then you DM me and say, well, Wesley, I can't focus. Yeah, because you're talking to Pookie and Ray Ray. You're answering every single DM. Every time somebody texts you, every time somebody calls you, you get a, do- a feeling of dopamine. You feel good. Oh, somebody's calling me. Let me see who it is. Let's talk about somebody's problems. Let's talk about the boss problems. Let's talk about the girl that's cheating on the guy and the guy that's cheating on the girl. Let's talk about the girl that you want and the guy that you want. And let's talk about this. You know, let's say you're wasting time. You know, a successful people. We don't have time to waste time. And I definitely don't want to talk on the phone to anyone. For what? You know, some of you say, well, I, I wish I could talk to Elon Musk. Jeff, but for what? What are we going to talk about? What would you talk about to a guy like that? Some people, well, Wes, if I could just get a call with you, for what? What are we going to talk about? Well, I can talk about my goals and dreams. Text me. Send me an email. And I may respond. You have to realize the reason why I became successful, or anybody that comes successful because financially, is because you just want options to do what we want to do. We want to be able to have control of our time. Successful people have total control of their time. Poor and average people, they don't. Other people control their time. They got to be somewhere at a certain time, right? They got to do things at a certain time. They got to listen to other people, tell them what to do, right? I don't have time for that. I got rich and successful because I own my time. Are you with me here? I own it, okay? So what did we learn here tonight? Or what did we learn here this morning? Comment below. <clears throat> Never identify yourself as a failure. Whatever fear that you feel or failing experience that you feel, just don't talk about it. Okay? Like if you see me out in public, don't approach me and tell me about your problems. I don't care. I'm going to be honest, I don't. You might think I care, but I don't. Well, Wesley, this is what I don't don't tell me what's going on in your life. If it's negative. Okay, I'm going to give you that blank stare. Okay? Tell me what's going well in your life. Even if you lie to me, tell me it's going well. Everything is... How you doing, man? Man, how, how's the business? Man, it's going amazing, Wes. Thank you so much. It's going great. You could be lying to me in my face. So what? Lie to me. Create a new narrative. 
Okay? Create a new narrative until you believe it. Your brain is not partial to negativity or positivity. It doesn't care. So whatever you tell it, whatever you communicate to your mind, to your brain, to your experience, about your experience, is what your brain is going to attract and seek out in your life. Tell me it's going well. Let's test it right now. I'm going to ask you guys a question here. And I want you to comment below with an answer. How's your, how's, how's your day going? Comment below. How's your day going today on this gorgeous Sunday morning? Next question. How's the business coming along? Tell me in the comments below. How's the love life? How's the, how's the workouts? Okay. How's the exercises? Comment below. Tell me how it's going. That's right. Say it's going great. Lucrative. Business is rocking and rolling, Wesley. It's profitable, Wesley. It's going awesome, Wesley. Create the new narrative. Okay? I want you to divorce your lower self. Your lower self only thinks about the pains and problems. Your higher selves is going to create the new narrative that will one day be real and physical in your life. Okay? How's the business? How's the relationship? How's your body? How's your workout routines? How's your health? Tell me that you're healed. Tell me that you're feeling good. You got energy. Tell me that you thank God that everything is working out in your favor. Just say it. Just say it. And then I want you to feel it. Does that make sense? Anybody can do this. A young person can do this. You can be say, oh, I hate my parents. I hate my mom. I hate my daddy. I hate school. I hate this. I hate that. Well, what do you like? What do you love? What do you care about? Okay? What do you want to happen? Do you have anything about your parents that you love about them? I get it. You don't like them. You hate them. But is there anything that you do love about them? Hello? You hate school. Was there anything that you love about school? Hello? Talk about that. See, what I'm doing here, I am trying to create momentum in your life. Momentum to the affirmative, to the things that are positive, to the things that are glorious, joyous, loving, caring, opulent, rich, wealthy, successful. That's why I want your thoughts to be every minute of your day. I want you to always to see the glass half full. I want you to see the sun through the clouds. I want you to be able to see the sun through the rain. Hello? You with me here? Look at the comments, everyone. Look at the comments below. Wow. Smash the like button if you're feeling good right now. If you're feeling just perfect right now, if you're feeling successful, if you're feeling happy, 
as you begin to think about every aspect of your life. Because you realize at this moment you're now creating a new narrative. And the one thing about when you're creating a new narrative for your life, you have to create it every day. Every day you have to say and speak the narrative that you want to believe. Because even though we're speaking it right now, many of you don't believe it yet, and that's okay. We, re- we will believe things through the repetition of saying and repeating things. That's how we begin to believe things. <laughs> and then, too, we have to separate from those people who go against our beliefs. Okay? You can't be around the same people because they're going to talk about you. They're going to tell you that you're not this. They're going to tell you what you're not. You ever met a person that tells you what you're not? You ever met a person saying, yeah, I make $1,000 a day. Man, you don't make $1,000 a day. What are you talking about? Man, you don't make that kind of money. That's impossible. You ever met a person like that? And eliminate that person from your life. You must go ahead and plan your exodus from people like that. You have to. Because remember, the people that are currently in your life, how what they believe about you, that belief that's inside of you still lives. And when they talk, they're going to reinforce the old beliefs, the old narrative. You get it? About, oh, life is hard. I'm stressed out. Everything's hard. Life is hard. Everything's hard. Hard, 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 hard. That person that's in your life is going to continue to reinforce that belief. So listen, if you want to begin to repeat and believe the new narrative, let them go. Hello? Let her go. Women, let that girl go. Let that woman out of your life. You know who I'm talking about, your best friend, your sister friend. Let her ass go. Men, let him go. Man, let, I know that's your boy from college, from high school, from the neighborhood. Let him go. You hear me? Let him go. You're getting older. You're 30 years old. You're 40 years old. You're still hanging around the same friends you grew up with. I've been friends with him for 10 years. Who cares? What do you have? What do you have to show for it? It's been 10, 15 years. Have you made any progress? I met this young man the other day. He was doing some work for me, and I met him when he was 21 years old. He's now 27, 28. He doesn't even have $10,000 in his bank account. And it's been seven years. And I said, what the hell you been doing? You know, when I saw him, he's really great in what he does, but he hasn't made any progress. And I'm not sure if he don't even realize it. He hasn't made any progress at all. And the reason why he hasn't made any progress because what he thought he wanted was a very small, impotent goal. And the last thing I want to give you is, if you're going to dream, you might as well dream big. I learned that from Donald Trump. Because everybody's going to dream and everybody has a dream. But if you're going to dream, dream big and dream with clarity. Make sense? Okay. And whatever the dream is, and this is my advice, especially to men, women, you can take it as well. Dream about the money. Don't just dream about the experiences. Great, you want to have experiences, but you want that money. Make sure you keep the money on the forefront. Because some of you say, why do you want to be famous? Okay. You're famous, broke. There's so many famous broke people. I want to be a YouTuber, a TikToker. Okay. There's so many YouTube and TikTokers that are broke. 
Don't forget about the money, folks. One thing that I did do, the money was number one for me, still number one for me. $30 million a month right now. That's it. I'm so grateful now that I earn $30 million a month. That's in the forefront, period. Everything else is secondary to me. But that money, that's the forefront. That's why I always get money. Get it? Because that's what I focus on most of the time. I love my family. I don't focus on family. I love them, though. I, I can love the woman or like the woman that I'm dealing with, but she's not first. I love all of you, but you're not first. When I wake up, I don't think about you. I think about my money. I think about my finances. Does it make sense? Because what you think about most of the time is what you get. I love you so much. Comment the word value in the comment section below if you got value. Share this if you got any value here tonight or this morning. Share this, please. Share this to another person. Just share it to somebody else that needs to hear this. Share it to another person that you know is complaining and they're deep in their issues right now and you don't know what to tell them and you don't know what to say. Send them here. Let me take care of them. Send them to this video. Send them to this audio. All you have to do is take you two seconds to hit that share button and you'll be able to bless somebody else's life. Bless somebody's life today by sharing this audio because they need it. I truly believe as human beings, we should eventually be able to make contributions to people's lives. We're here to make contributions. We're not here to suck energy from people. We're not here to be parasiticals. We're here to make contributions. We're here to add value to people's life. You can do that tonight or this morning just by sharing this and liking it. And come with the word, I got value here tonight or this morning. So much love. I love you. Share this with your children as well. If your children have a set of two ears, let them listen to it. You got children, you have teenagers that are battling with issues in their schools, right? In high school, elementary, even in college, in high school. They're battling with it. You don't even know because both of you parents, you don't pay close attention. They're dealing with pain, failures inside of them. They need to hear something from a person that can articulate it properly to them, that they can ex explain it to them so they understand that they don't have to talk about their fears and pains. They just talk about solutions. Talk about what makes you happy. Talk about the things that you want to do. Talk about the things that you're going to do. Hello. I love you so much. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here, and let's go.